Welcome to the July 30th episode of Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. Uh, as you probably gathered from the name, uh, this is where we're discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media, but we've also been known to stray off topic from time to time. Basically, if it's super powered, it's fair game, and I think this is going to be one of those instances where we go a little far off topic. Uh, my name is Dennis, and it's great to be back after taking one week off. It feels like forever. Uh, but yeah, we took a week off last week. Uh, it was kind of a slow Marvel News week, um, but we're back. And as always, I've got a distinguished nerd panel with me. Uh, first up, let me just get them introduced right away. Uh, he's, uh, sorry, <laughs> he's running the show on a different machine today. Um, so expect technical difficulties. It's Ricky. Just that like sounds like sounds like the terminal term ter, Terminator Three tagline. Different machine, it, expect difficulties. Pretty much. I mean, we started with one, so you know what are you gonna uh, do? Yeah, yeah. Um, it course. was pretty funny. It's uh, I'll remove it in post. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, just you know, our, we have a usual second uh, person with us. It's uh, Frank. He's not actually here today. Uh, he's actually we on have vacation. A contract dispute. Yeah, no, we do not have a contract dispute with, with Frank. Uh, yes. Uh, we released his podcast on Disney Plus, and now he's suing us. So That is not what happened. Uh, no, he's <laughs> on vacation. Uh, he should be back next week. But uh, in his place, we have two special guests. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, they're both vets of this show. Um, I'll get the first one introduced right now. Uh, he would like everyone to know that G.I. Joe... And he, he puts in parentheses, on the whole, is better than Star Wars. And he invites anyone to change his mind. It's Nas. What up? As I'm dressed in my, uh, I'm dressed in my Chuckles costume today. So Man. Uh, I, I'm, that's I, a hot take for sure. It. I came to defend that's, it. That's a hot take for sure. I'm really excited to have you on this on the show tonight. Uh, Thanks, because, you know, we're going to be talking about non-Marvel stuff. We're going to be talking about Masters of the Universe. Um, and I know that's a close you know, second to you, I'd say, from G.I. Joe. Is yeah. That, is that is that safe? Yeah. For a toy, yeah, for a toy line. I I, I love it. I love both, it. Yeah. Both made to sell toys. I yep. would probably agree with your statement, by the way, that it's uh, on, on if you mean by on the whole, you mean as toys and only toys. G.I. Joe is definitely better than, yeah. than Star Wars. Uh, if if by on the whole, you're including movies oh, no. and TV, then no, go go, go home. Just go well, home right now. <laughs> I won't. I am at home. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. All right. We have a second guest that we need to get in here because I'm pretty sure he's got some opinions about what I, what you just the fight you just started here. Uh, he is, uh, you know, as big a fan of Masters of the Universe um, Nas is. Uh, our second guest is the reason we're doing this episode in the first place. Uh, it's co-host of Ridiculous on Rye with Mikey and Dev. It's Mikey. Welcome back. Bro, <laughs> see, I can see him fuming in the backstage, and uh -huh. I was like, I'm gonna keep him waiting for a little bit because uh, like, I, I just met you, man. This is how we're gonna start off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, all my toys are falling down. We, we can't, nice. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to that. We're all not right. gonna just you know bog down the podcast right off the rip. <laughs> right? We're not gonna do that. I appreciate that because if Frank was in your spot right now. We'd oh, be going. Gloves be off. Going to town. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to let it ride. And then Ricky would like throw in a tangent about 
the acting quality of LeBron, LeBron James in Space Jam and be like, what the <laughs> hell? What is going on here? So we're keeping it, we're keeping it focused, but uh, you know, that is, that is a, a topic we're going to have to re- revisit later when we, when we're, uh, yeah. when we got everything off our chest. Um, so with that uh, in mind, thank you guys for both coming back. You've both been on the show many times before. Um, and it's fun to have, you know, two people here to, to really just talk about something that, uh, was a little left field, but I think it is kind of related to, you know, most of the superhero stuff we talk about all the time, which is, you know, uh, He-Man and Masters of the Universe and stuff. So, uh, you know, we have a fun show planned. Uh, mm-hmm. We're excited, obviously, to talk about the new show on Netflix, Masters of the Universe Revelation, one revelation, uh, season one. Uh, but before we dive into that, we've got some news and rumors to discuss and a brief, really brief chat on another topic of my choosing. Uh, as a reminder, this is also a chance for you, the audience, uh, or you guys, I, I suppose, to pick our brains with any marvelous trivia or points of confusion you may have, or in this case, He-Man trivia, I suppose. Uh, we'll be checking the comments throughout the show. I already see people blowing up in the comments. I'm really happy to have <laughs> people there already. Uh, and for those of you that can't get enough of us, you can visit patreon.com slash denxmedia immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, uh, the soapbox where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get to in like the first one and a half hours. Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff here. Um, and, uh, you know, but somehow we always have way more stuff to talk about. And I feel like that, that fight that Nas is picking might be a soapbox conversation. (laughs) Um, For sure. (laughs) Not so much. There There will be blood. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I I notice uh, I notice it's really weird, Nas. There's somebody in the audience uh, that has the same screen name as you normally, and he That's says weird. I agree with Nas. It's odd. It's so weird. It's even the same icon that you I use. Know. So so yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Listen, I yeah. want to encourage the people, the other people watching. The we got Cairo here saying hello. Hey. There they are. Sounds like you should take a hold of our sponsor, LifeLock Service. To protect your account, but I don't think that's our sponsor, Ricky. I mean, <laughs> I don't you want to give them money. That. You just gave them free money. I guess, yeah. Well, I don't think. I think we need to have a whole meeting later about how sponsors work, because we, we don't <laughs> We're distract we gotta, from that GI Joe talk. They got to pay us first before <laughs> we start promoting people. How sponsors work? You get one free. Yes. If you, you get one free. Space one Jam free. Two for yeah. free. No. Yeah, if you like I that, yeah, did. HBO Max, subscribe. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> um, do you guys have anything cool going on that you want to talk about? But before we get into the news, anything, anything happening? Anything cool this week? Oh wait, um, I got, I do have a question for Nas. Nas, oh, you saw, Nick, you saw Snake Eyes this week. I, I did, yeah, I saw it last last weekend, and uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, uh, it was different than uh the snake eyes that i'm used to that i love in larry hama comics i'm a big fan of that but i like all the different takes and i like seeing ninja films i'm a i'm a ninja film fan so it was cool um that's a whole other topic but uh i i enjoyed it and uh i just had to ask because you're you're one of the only people i know that watched it because uh, i know you know it only made 13 million last week in the box office no man that's that's, uh, pretty bad that's how it goes flop floppity yeah. flop flop yeah there's some there's some missed opportunities for sure mikey are you gonna go see snake eyes 
I was planning on it. I didn't even know it came out. It came out like last week. It I came mean, out the same day as He-Man or, or Masters of the If you wait like life, man. two weeks, it'll be on Paramount <laughs> Plus. Three weeks? I think uh, three okay. weeks, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we Again, they didn't pay us either. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, Ricky, anything going this on? This is how we can do it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've started commuting back to work now. The traffic's fun. Oh, um haven't, haven't done that in a minute but no just hanging out we, we took a week off had some family in town um i went back to disneyland that was kind of cool uh got to make a lightsaber there in star wars land awesome kind of neat little neat little experience where is it oh it's, it's that's that's a soapbox i'll bust it out doing soapbox all right but yeah nice. you do the whole show they they you hear uh, Master Yoda talk to you and, and shit, and then you pay a lot of money, and then they make you make a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> does he like? Does he like hold you up at the door? He's like, "Money you give," and then, and then you basically, and then, and then you get to come inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a shady drug deal. Like you're in a back alley of Star Wars land. It's pretty funny. That's but, funny. Yeah, indeed, indeed. All right, Ricky, I think we got some news. You want to do? Yep, let's do the news. Fair warning on this one. Uh, this is a compilation of two weeks worth of superhero news since we didn't do a show last week. Um, as our first week, uh, we haven't done this entire year. Yeah, we right? we skipped our first. Yeah, yeah. All of us took a week off. Yeah, it was it was refreshing though. I, I guess it was Comic Con week though. Anything before? Not a lot of Comic Con news in our news, but was there anything at Comic Con that struck your fancy? That got I dropped. Like, I watched a couple panels. That was it. Nas. I. I didn't really watch any panels, but um, I took the family downtown on Saturday. We stopped by the Super 7 shop and uh, visited our friend who works there, and I picked up some figures. Yeah, it was super fun, and uh, just had a nice chat with some other people down there. Went down by the bay, had uh, dinner at Spaghetti Factory, which is a usual tradition that we uh, haven't been able to do for a long time. And uh, that was awesome. And then uh, just went down and looked at the uh, convention center and the water and uh, saw some people walking around with like badges from a couple years ago, you know, and saying, this is our, this is our, you know, so there's quite a few people down there just kind of trying to get a little bit of the vibe. And I, I thought that was cool. And my family had a nice time and I did too. I look forward to a couple years or next year, I think we'll be able to get down there. See, I had passes for, 2020 i had four day passes the first time i've got them in forever and uh and have to put them off and put them off again so you know i i guess they say you know uh delay delayed gratification is best so this is testing that theory big time yeah well i appreciate that uh that recap of comic-con for sure just because i didn't include we didn't include that in our news uh, we lost Ricky for a second, and I think he's coming back right now. Um, this is Mac, man. Yeah, it's no Mac. Mac. Yeah, it's that's what it is. <laughs> I might have added him early. He wasn't ready. Yeah, Ricky's you know back. what? The fault of you guys, man. I'm usually at Comic Con too, but I'm usually working. 
Oh, really? That's fair. Yeah, I get I get my media pass, and I go down there and walk through and go through the whole rigmarole and everything, and yeah, subtle <laughs> flex. Right? Yeah. But usually nah, we're cool. down there, you know, working and stuff. So it's a totally different, you know, circumstance for us. And usually by the weekend, we have like one free day. We can run down there and check out everything just for fun. But yeah, I haven't been able to do that for what? The last two years now? Has it been? Yeah, it's two now. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Well, that was us buying you time, Ricky. Because, yeah. Uh... <laughs> the last time I was at Comic-Con, actually we were at Comic-Con. We actually were at the Black Widow panel. And uh, lo and behold, that movie got released. And now there's a lawsuit. (laughs) So just kind of bring it all back. Um, Obviously, that movie got delayed. What was it? A little over a year, right? Just because of COVID and whatnot. Yeah. And essentially, uh, ScarJo's hurt. How she got paid was was tied to the box office numbers and uh they obviously opted for a disney plus release uh well kind of like by, they, release. by they by they it should be clarified it's disney uh yes not marvel not marvel the mouse uh, so uh scarjo is is strategically uh suing disney not her direct employer marvel you know what i mean um and i think they have i think uh, every actor on, on the disney movies has like an arbitration clause so there would be some some uh trick to trying to sue marvel anyways but it wasn't marvel's decision to put the black widow movie on disney plus on the same day that it came out mm-hmm. and uh you know i was talking to you guys about this before the show and how like hbo and warner brothers worked together you know it, warner brothers decided just hey we're not even gonna make it an issue we're just gonna put every single movie on hbo max all year long and you know and and it's just gonna be there day one People were pissed about that too People were pissed, but you know what they did is uh, is after they realized how pissed people were, uh, they went back and renegotiated deals with all of their talent to make sure that they're they're feeling properly compensated because of what's happening here. Now, the thing that I've heard from ScarJo, it, or you know, because she, she and I talk and stuff. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. What I read uh, is that uh, her people. As soon as they learned, you know, because it became very clear that this was going to happen, that, that it was going to come out digital because, you know, it wasn't a safe environment quite yet to, mm-hmm. to go out and everything. And, you know, everybody who decides to stay home should should have the opportunity to still watch the movie. But uh, releasing it the same day when that became something that was really obvious, she reached out to uh, Disney to say, like, hey, what are you going to do? Because my contract says this, this and this. And as far as her team is concerned, they've said they were unresponsive, you know? And so, uh, yeah, then Disney went and had this, uh, this response that they put out, which was, you know, (laughs) there is, there is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in, in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of COVID-19 pandemic. Disney has fully complied with her. and And Hey, we gave her 20 million. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know, man. I feel like they laid yeah, it on pretty thick there. Down. The, I yeah. just, I think I just read something earlier that the the lead from was it Quella the the yeah Emma Stone. The, she Emma Stone. Then she, she try to sue them too. Is she getting on no, board with em, that Emma, Emma Stone is waiting to see how this plays out because she's very much considering doing the same thing. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like I don't know if you guys have heard today, Kevin Feige. Like the rumor is like I saw an IGN 
Uh, the rumor mill has it that Feige is actually really pissed and supporting uh, ScarJo because he he was trying to get Disney to, uh, you know, compensate her for for what's happening here. Because yeah. uh, in all honesty, I mean, the movie made like over three hundred million worldwide, right? But like that sounds like a lot of money. But you got to remember, like what's before Black Widow, yeah, these were billion dollar that. movies. He's like you know what I mean? Diddy trying to keep Bad Boy back together, you know, like he wants to. <laughs> Keep everyone well, happy. I, I think the important thing to, to remember is like they've tried really hard to foster a, a really cool environment that like uh, entices big named actors to come in and work for them. Right. And so like, you know, we even had that cool piece a few weeks ago about how like uh, Sophia DeMartino was so happy to find out like the costume designer on Loki actually rigged her suit so that she could properly breastfeed her child, you know, like in between in between scenes and stuff. You know, everybody's trying to foster a really cool uh, environment for for actors to come, and then here you go, and this is a big scar, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a big black mark on on the, on on their record, and so now Kevin Feige is trying to do damage control and say like this is not this is not how we want to treat our talent, you know. So like I know I know a lot of people have like weird opinions of like oh it's it's a millionaire you know a millionaire arguing about I mean, getting a few at more the end of the day dollars. a contract's a contract and if you if you alter it and granted no one could have saw the COVID stuff happen yeah but if there wasn't contingencies to deal with the pandemic and the contract and you still breach the contract you're still you know you're it's it's an agreement you gotta you gotta honor it you know yep. yeah what do you so, what do you guys do you guys have anything to add to that i know i just ran a while for on that one no i mean there's something to be said about the amount of money that she helped make Disney and Marvel and, you know, like, come on, man. Like we just seen Dave nine, Chappelle, nine movies. Dave Chappelle with Netflix, you know, they put his show up there and they took it off and they basically paid that man, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it. yeah. So, you know, Hey, she knows what she's worth. I mean, exactly. why not? And you know, like Disney, yeah. we're not going to get, you know, into this big, but Disney's not looking real good, especially like, that Marvel, there's some shit going on at ESPN that they own too. Uh, oh yeah, they just, yep. they're just they're just looking like dirt right now, man. What if Scargo yeah. Scarjo goes to DC? Yeah. <laughs> well, in all honesty, like I, you know, I read in one of the articles that was saying, like, you know, it, it's usually, you know, anytime somebody goes up against Disney, like that's a serious David and Goliath kind of situation, right? But like mm-hmm. the thing that they were saying is like. Scarjo's not dumb, you know what I mean? Like she's no. she's, uh, she's she's been she's, in this she's, industry for exactly. She's, she's she's pretty clever. So for her to she's been with Disney up, since she was a kid. Yeah, for her to go up against them, uh, they think there's probably some you know some something there. Like there's probably something there, like to 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 justify this because it's like, I mean, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. That's pretty like mm-hmm. it's pretty. Well, I think there's a uh, there's. It's, that's a good precedent too, because you know the the problem is if you if you allow Disney to alter contracts, which I, I guess is what they're con- what she's contending, right? Mm-hmm. If you allow them to get away with it, it opens yeah. the door for further for that not only to happen to you again down the road, but for other people. Right. And uh, I think it's it's very similar. Uh, my son and I were talking because he was kind of teasing nintendo he's a big nintendo fan and he's like oh they they you know they hammer so hard on people who make fan games or do anything with their ip and i said it's necessary 
they don't necessarily have to be maybe rude about it, but it's necessary to protect your brand and to protect your IP and to protect the contracts that are made for mm-hmm. that. And it's not mm-hmm. just for you. It's for everybody that works with you and the people who work are around you. And I think it's, um, I think it's short sighted of Disney to do something like that when it, it, it seemed very clear that they were just getting desperate to do something with this film, you know, and they didn't want to wait any longer and people didn't want to wait. And they thought, but I think they just, I think they jumped the gun and I think they made a, uh, you know, it played out that they made a bad choice. And I think what they were betting on was if we release it and it's a big success, no one's going to be bothered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but those day, those day, those week two numbers, those that drop off was huge, especially for a Marvel movie. Why? It's because it's super easy to pirate something once it's on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or just share passwords or whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. you can just everybody who wanted to watch that movie has already watched it by the first week. Well, it's, it's, it's just a done deal. Possible? It's not that good. I mean, you're. you're <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that just good. Fine. Uh, yeah, I made it about halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, that's fair that's fair but look at even their worst movies have done significantly better and obviously yeah. they weren't right. their worst movies didn't come out during a pandemic for sure uh but uh there's no denying that if you put it out on tv at the same time you know what i mean like yeah there, what's the incentive what's the incentive to go to the theaters you know what i mean right like, totally uh, you want to like you have Nas, you have a family of four. How much would that cost you to take them to, to go see Black Widow in theaters? More than $30. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, why wouldn't you? There. Why wouldn't yeah. you pay 30 bucks to watch it at home? Well, I mean, we haven't. You can watch we it in your undies it. at home. So, yeah. oh, Nas, you haven't even seen it and you're just no. hating on it. I'm not oh. hating on it. I'm going by what you told me. <laughs> I, I like it. You're the biggest I, fan of Marvel, and you're like, eh, it's pretty, I, uh, it's I mean, pretty boilerplate. I, and I'm like, okay. Dennis, yeah. the Marvel well, show, was that the premiere? Boilerplate <laughs> doesn't mean bad. It doesn't I, mean bad. I agree, but it also doesn't mean not very good. That's it fair. means not very good, right? Like, it doesn't mean stellar. It means boilerplate. And so I put it in the are, middle. It's in the middle. Perfect. So that's probably why people weren't drawn to watch it and they know it's going to come. It's either going to come on Disney plus that they're already paying for in a couple months anyway, or, you know, they're not excited to go out to the theater or they're not excited to pay 30 bucks, which uh, turns out they need to pay, use that money for gas and food. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You know, so. Well, I definitely we made sure this was the first one because I had a feeling this was going to be something we talked about for a little yeah. bit. But I think, Ricky, <laughs> you're welcome to rush through as many of the news items as you want. All righty. Let's crank them out. <laughs> Sticking with the MCU. These are some of them are fast. Yeah, yeah. we got a we got a director for Blade. Uh, Blade is, Bassam yeah. Tariq 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 is going to be uh, directing uh, Ursha Ali in in the uh, movie known as Blade. And have any I have of you guys seen Mogul Mowgli? Mogul Mowgli. Mowgli, not Mogwai. Mogwai's a gremlin. I'm, I'm guessing uh, it's from Mogul, the Jungle Book. Mowgli? Yeah, like from the Jungle Book. Mogul Mowgli. I've never seen it. I mean, but isn't that uh, the MCU's MO pretty much is like higher uh, directors nowadays that like most Get people have never heard of? Get them cheap. Uh, they've already got half the movie done in previs. 
these guys just need to go in and inject a few. Extra they parts. they struck gold with the uh, what's what's her name, Chloe Zhao. They got yeah, an Oscar, they Oscar whatever for cheap. Uh, Selena just asked me a question that I don't have time to fully answer, <laughs> which is Dennis, which movies are worse than Black Widow? And based on the fact that there are what twenty three movies I think now in the MCU, I'm gonna say half of them. There and that's it. <laughs> um, easy, coward's easy. way out. Uh, this is too many, too many. Alrighty, I mean, another Thor one just oh. just sucks. I don't. I'm not gonna watch the, it. The bleached eyebrows. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not watching it. And last, another little bit of uh, Marvel news. They're looking to launch a kind of an in-house animation branch to the MCU or under the MCU banner. Uh, they have what if coming out next month on the 11th so yeah a couple of days from now and you've there's actually been some like linkedin job posting stuff surrounding other animation shows but this is kind of like the first little bit of confirmation that there there's going to be more animation on yeah, the way from apparently from they're yeah they're very happy with how uh what if turned out and what if was actually done by a an australian uh animation studio but they were so happy with how that turned out that they're planning to develop their own in-house studio so that they can, you know, control things a little better and keep secrets a little more locked down and stuff. Uh, but we're going to get a bunch of animated stuff from Marvel moving forward. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, are you guys excited about what if at all? Do you guys know anything about it? Or I, I am. I always like that kind of story. I, I like when they take stuff that's just kind of, niche it's very fan servicey you know because mm -hmm. they because they, oh, yeah. they do something that's just kind of fun and a mashup usually like from the old comics and i always like those yeah. um i like those I across think... the board though like any mm -hmm. any like story DC like, elseworlds yeah uh, in this guy Elseworld, story uh what? there was this really cool star wars uh graphic novel thing that they did where it was like uh it was uh i can't remember what it was but there was they took each of the uh the three primary mm -hmm. films and they did like okay so luke actually dies on hoth he freezes to death now what ha what happens with the rest of that you know it's like that yeah. dlc for the force, cool. force awakens yeah right? yeah stuff like or that force yeah. awakens uh force unleashed yeah um, so i like that type of thing they're pretty cool well yeah. I, I think it worked because they, they did their due diligence they locked down a majority of the cast mm -hmm. and that's yeah. huge you know they're not it's, like, it's not it's, a half-assing it I think from what I read, only four of the actors from the MCR are not returning for what if. You're not getting Tom Hanks's brother. You're getting Tom Hanks. You know, <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mikey, do you know anything about what if? I don't, but it sounds really, really interesting. Like, so you had you me finished... when you, you made the, the Star Wars reference. Okay, that sounds cool. Now, now I'm yes. interested. I'm hooked. You finished. You finished Loki, right? I did. Yes. Yeah, so it's basically it's building off of that premise is that there was oh, a bunch of universes. Oh, that's what I was thinking, like the, the Splinter yeah. timeline kind of thing. Right. Yeah, okay. So what what if is going to be is I think I believe it's a season of ten episodes, and I don't think they're actually connected. Uh, right. And each episode is going to be just a splintered universe, like a different universe that something slightly different or or vastly different ha happened. So like you know one of the ones that they've they've been showing off a lot is like. What if instead of Steve Rogers, what if Sharon Carter got the serum, mm -hmm. you know, and then she became, you know, Captain oh, yeah. Carter or whatever, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm all they don't want to call yeah. her Captain Britain. They want to call her Captain yeah. Carter for some reason. Um, oh, maybe, you, yeah. you know the reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I might know the reason. But, um, <laughs> Major line. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. This so one this, I have. Oh. I, yeah. Anything you're not sure of, Ricky, I can fill in for you since I, I have no idea about this. Werewolf <sighs> by Night. Okay. I definitely didn't put on deck for MCU appearance, but I, I think <laughs> as the as the headline of the, the article says, Werewolf by Night may be coming to the MCU sooner yeah. rather than later. And this is actually uh, from a little bit of gossip from Kevin Smith, uh, because there was a time, you know, when you know how Modoc came out a few months ago on on Hulu, mm-hmm. or a month or two ago, whatever. And uh, originally, Modoc's the carryover. Like there was actually a, a series of Hulu Marvel shows that they were going to make. Uh, they were all going to have like some stupid connecting thing, and they were going to all come together to be in the Offenders, which is silly. But for whatever reason, they 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 canceled all of those shows. Uh, in development except for Modoc. So Modoc got to make it. But Kevin Smith was apparently working on the Howard the Duck show. And he cool. had he had a, a script going or he was pitching ideas for what he wanted to do. And it came to he had an idea where he wanted Howard to be uh chasing pages of the dark hold and ending up in different dimensions and ending up in a place where Werewolf by Night was going to show up. And as soon as he pitched that, the uh, executive producer at the time, uh, Jeff Loeb, said, you you can't have Werewolf by Night. And he's like, why not? And basically because they were uh, deciding on how his movie introduction was going to take place. Um, And so that's that's why I think they send that over in a spreadsheet like once a once a month when they back in those days, like, hey, these guys mm, just no, don't use them. Yeah. Well, I told you before, like it was weird. Like Modoc, they they had everybody was fair game except for like three really random characters and stuff. So you never know. It, it might change, but you know, it, it's not like Kevin Smith's actually doing anything right now for MCU. So he's it's all speculation. But I thought that was interesting. And Werewolf by Night could totally fit into a Blade story. Why not? You know, like you got vampires. Let's get some werewolves. Is that in there. is that his is Werewolf by Night a character or, or a set of characters? Yeah, he's a character. Or is it- well, there's been more than one werewolf by night. There, there has. That's there, just his name, but that's the name. Yeah, just, okay. just like you know. Do you think it would be to uh, kind of compete and or be concurrent with uh, whatever that uh, Morbius thing is going on, to where they they kind of want to have that other horror the, element uh, in the MCU proper? Sony Studios or yeah. Sony movies, interconnected Spider-Man movies or whatever it's called. All I know is I was promised a horror movie with Scott Derrickson's Doctor Strange and I did not get a horror movie. So we need we need some horror in the Marvel Universe. You know what I mean? Like new. Yeah. New Mutants is like the closest thing to that. Right. Like which Mikey yeah. loved that movie, by the way. I did. I love that movie, yeah. man. It's great. It's a great movie. I mean, if a movie's going to do it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Blade. So. It better be Blade. If any, if nothing else, it better be Blade. I thought it, it was going to be uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I hope that is it. too, but I'm saying <laughs> at a minimum, it better be Blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else, Ricky? The Hawkeye show, which uh, just got a release date of November. 24th, November? Right? Yeah, November 24th. 24th. Yeah. Coming to Disney Plus, which actually, there are some people are are implying to, it says the next show releasing in uh more marvel show releasing on disney plus so i think that kind of implies that it's definitely coming out before a uh a miss marvel 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what what if is definitely in the MCU as well, but yeah, but the one but the one after that, yeah, oh, is yeah. definitely is Hawkeye, yeah. Because after uh, in that timeline, you got the book of Boba Fett's going to be dropping, so mm-hmm. it's that window right. for having another MCU show this year is kind of yeah. closed at that point. So I I appreciate that you kept this as as a as a uh, uh, a reveal that was going to happen. This is a spoiler warning for anybody. There is a rumor going on right now uh, about somebody who's going to be uh, featured in Hawkeye. Uh, so if you don't want to hear it, uh, you know, cover your ears for a second or don't, or look away if you're watching us. Um, but there is a rumor from, I think, credible sources on Reddit and stuff that have found leaks before. Uh, you can hit it. That wow. Vincent D'Onofrio will be returning uh, as the kingpin. Cool. And this is also supported by the, uh, I think, not even rumors anymore. It's it, it's confirmed that uh, Charlie Cox is uh, is it's going to be in not in the, <laughs> in the Spider-Man uh, movie coming out only a few weeks after Hawkeye. So they awesome. might just slowly be trying to rebuild that Daredevil universe over the course of November and December. Uh, it perfect. lines up, right? Because Spider-Man will come out. Spider-Man comes out December, right? Yeah, seventeenth, I think. So yeah. a few weeks after, a few weeks after this show starts, yeah. Just recast yeah. Iron Fist. Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think everybody. I think uh, from everything <laughs> I've heard, everybody like Marvel wants them all back except for Finn Jones, like because he's uh-huh. just he's just awful, right? Like he's just the worst. You just have Shang Chi or Shang Chi kill him, like no. Yeah. Come on. I think I think Kill honestly, uh, I think Michelle or... Yeoh got caught up in a uh, in a a faux pas recently in an interview by spilling spilling the beans that uh, her character might be setting up an Iron Fist later. Um, I think they were implying like she 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 they caught her you know they stopped her before she said too much, right. but I think she was saying she's defender of a magical city, and so ah. people are taking that to be Kun Moon. Yeah, um, and so. Yeah, she might be sitting up. Who um, would we Iron want Fist. as Iron as Iron Fist? Mm, how about Henry Cavill? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, we we set that up so good. Uh, that was good. That was that amazing. Was I didn't even up. do that on purpose. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, another. Uh, we got a lot of gossips uh, going on right now, yeah. but. Um, People have uh, reported that they've they've seen uh, Henry, Henry Cavill and his entourage uh, visiting the Marvel London studios to have meetings to talk about something, you know, something going on. Uh, Marvel has yet to confirm that this meeting has taken place, but uh, this was kind of like the question of the day that we want or the question of the week that we wanted to inject into this uh, this this conversation. Who would you guys like to see Henry Cavill play if this is true in the Marvel universe? Who do you want to see? And that's I mean, the, the obvious. Uh, the obvious is Captain too. Britain, right? Like he, he's is a big that, buff dude. He's British. Is the obvious. It, but the obvious it, like, is Sentinel. Excalibur. I'm I'm saying, is it obvious if like if. If we want a lot of him, like, do you think we're going to get a lot of Excalibur? Like, mm, yeah. Ex- ex- yeah, you might actually, uh, if, if, uh, you know, guardians of the galaxy is anything to go by, you might get a full movie. And if he's, a, if he's a success, they'll go further. 
But I think that would be pretty awesome if he played uh, Captain. He could be a Hercules. He looks like Hercules. He has a square jaw. Captain Britain, and he doesn't even have to use a different accent. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be sick. We had Megan and uh, Captain Britain and that whole Excalibur crew. But that would get kind of muddy, though, right? Because all right, there should at at this point there should is he part of the Super Soldier program, Captain Britain? No, no, he's oh, magic. Okay, right. oh, okay. I did not know okay. that. He, which he's, which you could he's, uh, the, he's the guardian of Excalibur, Ricky. Yeah, which you the could sword. introduce, which would make a lot of sense because we've already introduced magic, and now we've got like Black Knight's coming, powered superheroes. Black Knight is coming. Black, yeah, Black. Ah, sick, sicky narnar. So, but that—that's that, why I think it, it might be, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's space for him. But, Mikey, do you have any any fan casting for Henry Cavill? I, you know what? It's just I'm trying to right now. My brain is trying to process out of him being in that Superman costume. <laughs> so I'm just like, in you guys are naming like really uh, to me obscure. He's a good looking Superman. Like, yeah, that's yes, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the part. He needs to be a lead to me. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I should he be like because Excalibur is a is a pretty. It's a. It's. I'm, he, I don't want to say minor, lead, but like, or a really really cool like cameo or appearance. You know. Something like that, yeah. but uh, he's just too Hollywood superstar to be anything but elite at this point. Don't you feel like oh, that? He's too? a I big mean, nerd too. Like he would want yeah. he he can do something weird and you know why why can't Excalibur be a new Marvel thing? You know, well they they turn because you know, it hasn't been announced, and I think we know like the first three or four years coming up of, of Marvel stuff. And, that's true. Yeah, but they booked this shit years in advance though. Yeah. I know, but not but not casting a guy that's going to be in a movie seven years from now. You know what I mean? They, Blade? Don't, they don't do that. Blade? Uh, Blade's not seven years from now. Blade's like three years from now. Okay, when was it announced? Two years from now? <laughs> Two years ago? Well, uh, there was also a pandemic that stopped production on everything, okay? <laughs> like, that's not, that's not fair. Well, what if they announced that they would throw Henry Cavill in as somebody? That's Reed the, Richards. That's the problem. Reed Richards. You want to buff Reed Richards? That'd be that's. What about the thing? What if he was the thing? He, what about oh. a Doom? <laughs> Could he do a Doom? Oh, what if he was Doom? That's He's a good Doom. Doom would be pretty cool. That's know, pretty cool. A Jack Doom. I would take okay. him as yeah. Doom. I think that would be pretty uh, awesome and intimidating, that's and also awesome. a nice turn where you don't have him as that hero. Oh, I liked him in uh, when he was. Spoiler: The villain in that Mission Impossible film because he's oh yeah, oh, he's, yeah. He's awesome. he was great he's yeah terrifying. yeah lead he could have yeah. like I think the I think pretty boy yeah have a fucked up face motif right. like yeah he yeah. could he could do it I think Mikey when you said the lead it doesn't have to be the lead protagonist yeah, yeah, yeah. right it's like I mean, no lead, no lead, he, lead he, antagonist he, is cool too right he's so good looking and he's such a big dude that he chews up screen when he's on it he he commands yeah. that kind of presence when he's on you know film like that so Put the man in the skirt what, what, what was the yeah. movie uh the 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 one where he was with Army Hammer and Uncle, they were spies? Man from Uncle yeah oh, uh yeah man man from man Uncle, from Uncle. That, that was fantastic he was fantastic in that movie well they Army both are not getting an mcu anytime soon i know he's <laughs> he needs yeah he's good where he's at he needs to sit down for a while 
<laughs> we should probably keep moving on. Uh, these are these are fun topics to discuss, but keep it going, Ricky. A little quickie. Um, as the Lego representative, if you want to sponsor on this panel, <laughs> they're doing a uh, little Disney Plus minifigure oh, wow. drop. So these come like little blind bags, and you get a little Falcon cap action. You get the Throg Loki with the cup. Um, Loki yeah, with the, little... Sylvie with the alligator. Sylvie with the gator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monica with the yeah. little drone. Captain yeah. Carter. I think these little... are cool, except for the fact that they're blind bags. Like that's that just hurts my soul. You want to know like the secret? If you grab them, you can just feel for the the parts. Like if the shields <laughs> feel a certain way, like as there's like three character, four characters with shields right there, dude. You can feel the wings, and then you'll the alligator feels a certain way. Like trust there me. are you, so you many shields. If you want them, I got you. All right, cool. And this is uh, Dennis's corner of the news. There we go. All right. We're just going to try and go fast. But if this this builds off of what uh, Lego just revealed, because Lego always has to one-up the Marvel Legends um, by, by dumping stuff first. But a brand new set of What If themed, uh, or more Disney Plus themed uh, Marvel Legends uh, was released yesterday, well, for pre-order yesterday. Um if you got to pay really attention to this one, this is uh, Star Lord T'Challa, T'Challa Star Lord. So this is a what if the Black Purple Panther did did not become the Black Panther and became and got picked up by Yondu. Uh, any thoughts on this, guys? It's like the cool. cartoon cartoonish look they give to him uh, from the cartoon show. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say that's the only thing that I feel is weird because. It's so different than the rest of like the collection. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the rest of the collection. I mean, they did into the Spider Verse figures at the in January. And were they super cartoony also? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's one thing I do like about the Black Series figures is even like the comic characters and stuff. They all have a or animated character. They have a pretty uniform look to all of them. No, yeah, yeah but the but the animated figures look different from the movie figures though. In 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 the Black Series the also, say they. They go skew realistic. Mm, they s- agree to disagree. We'll move on. Keep, All right, keep going. On. <laughs> what if heist Nebula? I don't yeah, know I, anything about it, but I love Nebula. So this is this is I got this Karen Gillian fantasy right here. It's they actually use the same body as Karen Gillan's uh, figures from previously. Uh, they just gave her a new head with a beautiful blonde wig, and obviously they brightened up the colors to be more cartoony. Maybe um, that's what it is, the colors. It's, what, what looks it's so the cool. colors, but this one pops, man. Look at this thing. Yeah. That's, that looks that's, good. That's, that's, that's the best one I've seen so far. That's a good sculpt of her, her that's, head. That's amazing yep. looking, dude. The hair looks great, man. That that it's, looks pretty good. Yeah. What if zombie hunter Spider-Man? All right. Sure. Is, he got the, is that the cloak uh, of levitation? Is that who knows? It might be. I'm not sure. It looks like he's wearing know. the costume he wears in at uh, Avengers Campus. Like that's the same ah. Spider-Man costume as the one from the from Disneyland. It's kind of dude. Cool. What the hell is going on in the chat, man? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's called block user. Is what that is. <laughs> that's what just <laughs> happened right there. I mean, whoa. apologies for whoever that was that just showed up. What the hell? That was somebody really angry. That's uh, look at this one right here. This is Marvel Zombies Captain America, or sorry, Zombie Captain America. 
Um, by the way, this one actually has holes in the legs. That, that, that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, it is really missing cool. a boot. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty foot. Have they done figures for the for the Marvel Zombies comics? Um, not only, only not from Marvel Legends. Not Legends. Not Legends. No. Not Legends at all. But they. Uh, this is one. What is a uh, Doctor Strange Supreme? Evil I don't Strange. Know. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That looks pretty evil. I feel like Evil Strange should not have a goatee. Like if gotta differentiate them um yeah i don't know i don't know anything about these that's a cool hand piece uh, though with the, with the built-in yeah with thing. the built-in magic effects keep it going keep it going sylvie she comes with a dagger and then the little kind of drape on cloak uh it is it is removable by the way so yeah so she's not cartoony well, well, yeah, this right. is the I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm just, it's just interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, they, they're doing it according to the style of whatever show. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I yeah. don't mind it at all. The build a fig. Uh, the watcher. We'll watch you, the watcher. Have, has there been any other build a fig of the watcher? Oh. No. Yeah. Or any there figure is. of the watcher? Not in Marvel Legends ever. What? Ever. So you got to buy like six of these, right? To fill up your collection. There has never been a Marvel Legends Watcher. Oh, yeah. I guess if you wanted to army build. But I mean, this is specifically Uatu. So, like, I don't know if they're going to all be like, I guess if they all just look exactly the same, you can do it. But you know what I mean? We got the Hydra Stomper. Steve Rogers uh, is uh, this is a deluxe figure. This is that thing that they showed um her actually uh riding, riding Sharon on? Carter. Yeah. 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 So is it a person in the armor? Do we Steve's know in the armor? Steve's oh, is it yeah. Steve or Dad or Steve Dad? I think it's I'm not it's sure. Rogers. It's Steve Rogers. Rogers. I'm pretty sure it's oh, Rogers. Steve Rogers. I was yeah. thinking of uh uh is his dad named steve too stark's stark's oh howard sir yeah i'm pretty sure he built it that's cool (laughs) yeah i'm not sure um aside from that aside from that they did have some new um another type no it's the same one but remember before they only showed a digital Uh, or the k they're giving her the retro okay yes tiger makes me happy Having collected, like, I think I have 36 issues of uh, West Coast Avengers, and she was in from zero. Oh, she comes with two heads. That's pretty cool. Pretty fun. Binary. I have no idea who that is. Uh, you Marvel don't know who this is? Oh, is that's that? Uh, that's Carol Danvers. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know that. Is this like her Phoenix moment? Sure. For 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 lack of a better explanation okay we'll we'll just say that's her phoenix moment. i don't think we'll get this outfit in the mcu so. uh probably not yes <laughs> and then they also did announce that um spider-man you know like sometimes they have to do a, a do-over on uh figures because they get the the mm-hmm. they get the designs a little early before the movie so they announced as a target exclusive they're going to be redoing michael keaton's vulture 
and just with a little bit more detail. So he's got those little gauntlets that he uses to control the wings and stuff like that. Some new paint jobs and stuff. He looks cool. I'm just really bummed that he doesn't come with a Michael Keaton head, dude. When does this come out? Uh, They didn't say. I'm about to say it would be pretty convenient if it comes around around the next Spider-Man movie. They promise that this has nothing to do with that, and that's why it's labeled Homecoming. And Marvel or Hasbro said they know nothing about the details of the other. If you want the Michael Keaton head sculpt, you have to buy the next version. (laughs) Yeah, the third, the third version. Uh, And then they also just announced it going to be available exclusively on Pulse uh, Black Hand Ninjas, which I don't know. Well, the red ones were released in in a wave the with the, in, the, in the spider spider verse wave, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, so they're like, they're like, we're never going to sell you the red ones, like like on the cheap, but uh, you can have these black ones. Uh, it's the same figure, Nas, though, right? Nas, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, do you remember when the hand ninjas were dressed in black? No, I mean the red. I on don't the box. either. No, I def- <laughs> I've definitely seen. I, I know, right? They're red on the box, dude. Uh, yeah. I'm this is pretty <laughs> this is pretty chintz. And actually I, know, right? I mean I, I like that it's like a, a cheap, you know, army builder in a box, but who actually wants that? Well for like, I like, want Mikey, do you know what like an army builder figure is? I have no so I'm you, know, you, you you build your army of ninjas, right? Like and right. you want you want to get those figures cheap, right? Like so you get like you know, a million cobras or whatever, and you like want to stormtroopers. You want a million stormtroopers with, yeah. with oh, Darth I Vader. See. I get it. So For if you want duplicates of it, yeah, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so like they sell right. these cheap on Pulse because they're in a you know uh, they come not in a, a window box. box, and it's just basically slapped in there, which is great. But this is a deco that is. I just don't know. I mean, they look like zombies a little bit. Ah, I, I I'd like to think you know. I know no, Marvel pretty well. Joes, I, right? Sure, could, but yes. the Joes have red ninjas too. They do. They do. So there's it's only me. one character that comes in this box. So is it multiple characters, a bunch of different parts? Yeah, you have to but, put together. But it it comes in a box, but they sell it exclusively on their website for only fifteen dollars, which is like five dollars cheaper than the normal figure that comes with like a nice box and all the art and stuff like that. It's like oh, okay, this, gotcha. it's a ghetto it's a ghetto box with like they come in a plastic bag. Like it's pretty so, funny. They know what so you're going to use. It comes without the like, presentation then. Yeah. Yeah, right. it comes without the presentation and usually it comes without extra stuff like no build a figure or whatever stuff like that. Right. Uh so they they try to make it easy for you to build up your your army of whatever. But like this one's lame. I don't know. I just felt like it's lame. <laughs> but anyways, thank you for letting me talk all about that stuff and then I just want to let people know out there uh, I am currently having fun nerding out online. Uh, I've been on Facebook and uh, and Instagram and some other places. I've been tracking the HasLab Galactus uh, uh, crowdfunding project, I suppose. And uh, I've just been having fun doing some a little statistical analysis on it throughout every day. So if you come check me out on Instagram or Facebook, you can see I'm reporting uh, you know, how the, the whole funding is doing and setting up like a kind of fun prediction curve to see where we are towards or trending towards hitting that target of 14,000. So, yeah, um, we're not, we're not doing great, but we're not doing bad at the moment. You know, like we, like 14,000 just to hit the first tier unlocked is a pretty, a pretty big ask, especially after the pandemic. Or so during the pandemic, sorry, unemployment rates, crazy, you know, like 
It's $400 for this figure. It's asking a lot, man. It's asking a lot. And so I'm interested to see. I just want to see where this thing goes just because it's fun. It's fun for me to track this kind of stuff. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, I, I, I expect every time, you know, Hasbro comes in and says, oh, hey, by the way, you might get this thing too, you know, then the needle moves. But uh, yeah, I'm, you know, just follow me at any of those places, you know, that I have tagged in there and you can, you can see what I'm talking about. So has the, has the primary figure hasn't been funded yet? No. Nope. Wow. 10,000 is what we're at something. And the yeah. Sentinel funded in one day, right? Right. But the Sentinel only needed 6,000 to fund. That's fair. Oh, really? And it was, you know, back when people were just getting told they were going to get cool checks from, right. from uh, <laughs> the government and stuff. And yeah. Come on, Biden. We need our, our Galactus stimulus yeah. money. Galactus stimulus. <laughs> yeah. But I, thank you for, thank you for, uh, you know, enter, entertaining me and letting me talk all about that nerdy stuff. Uh, I, I thought the it. what if figures are really cool. I thought I, I'm, it made me excited for the show. Uh, but They're we cool. do, we do want to talk about the thing that we brought you guys here to yes. talk about. Oh yeah. Sorry. An hour in. Play the, play the real. It's, it's hey, what did you guys say, man? That was awesome. I, you know what? I didn't know half those characters. That's why I'm here. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. I don't know who the hell that is, but okay. <laughs> well to be fair we don't know who who the hell most of them are technically that's yeah, that's apparently. why it's fun that's why they're they're right. what okay. if that's that's what it is so like they're all new to us and that's why i wanted to talk about them. well it's i know like, most of you guys know at least one of the characters and what it was getting blended with right or yeah, uh, yeah sure sure the blend yeah. a little there yeah it's good speculation right. it's kind of spoiler yeah. toys which right. is yeah, spoiler, spoiler toys yeah y'all ready for Masters of the bit. universe Let's yeah, do it. Spoilers. Man, okay. So we're going to talk about uh, an entire season. And I know we probably should have budgeted a little bit more time for, for, for it than we did just nah, now. But, you know, there's always a soapbox. I can just plug that again. Um, but, yeah, I... We got you guys to to agree to watch uh, a full season. Thankfully, the full season was only five episodes long, which was about twenty five minutes of pop. <laughs> so it was like a pretty good movie, right? Like, or a pretty yeah. good length, good length yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. And you know, so anybody who hasn't watched it and is a big fan of of He Man and the Masters of the Universe from the eighties or from the two thousand ten show, or wait, two thousand was it two thousand ten? I don't remember. Two thousand X. So it came out in two thousand two. Oh yeah, 2002. Oh 2002 God. show. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, if you're a fan of either of those, it's worth checking out. Um, I know people are divided on 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 you know which one, which camp of the He-Man shows they like. But uh, I just wanted to give a quick recap and then let you guys kind of fill in the blanks uh, to see you know like if you agree or if you have more to add to this whole recap. Let's so uh, in season one, which is pretty much like I think like at least season one, part one, maybe. Uh, Skeletor learns of hidden power underneath Castle Grayskull, but He-Man stops him from unlocking it by sacrificing himself. Upon learning of his son's secret identity, the uh, King Randor uh, casts out all of Team He-Man, basically. Uh, and Tila rage quits as well. Uh, the show then skips ahead to an Eternia running out of magic, Evelyn and Sorceress are working together to preserve what remains, uh, but they need Tila 
to go on a MacGuffin quest to reassemble the fragmented power sword. Uh, it's time to get the gang back together. It all it's it's going to all culminate in the return of He-Man, which is uh, spectacularly cut short by Skeletor, who now has the power. <laughs> I think I wrote that because I just wanted to be done writing it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. You stuck the landing, um, baby. They mega mind it. They mega mind the the shit. Like he won. Look, Skeletor well, won. He won. He won something. He won a battle. I, I mean, want, by, I want, the, by the end won. of that, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear Mikey's thoughts first because, like that, that sigh was everything to me. Just now. <laughs> all right. Um, you know did what? Did I miss I, anything I, of significance? By the way, no, you didn't. And you you, you mentioned something key, and that's uh. And it was basically why they didn't call it He-Man and Masters of the Universe. They just call it Masters of the Universe to me. It was more about her story than anything else. Was the and, original show called right. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I went back and I think the actual movie was Masters of the Universe, one with Dolph Lundgren in it. Yes. Just and, the toy, the and the toy line was Masters of the Universe, right? Right. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So yep. only the original cartoon was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Right. Yeah. And look, I how, – how do I want to frame this up? Oh my so the, the show to me was like it, – it was a long con. It was a very long con. Like you had to stick with it to get it. Like some of the callback stuff, some of the like uh, – the more you watch the show, the more you got what was going on in the show. Like the jokes, the little inside jokes, the little Kevin Smith. You could tell he had his handprints on it. And – it got to me. It got better as it went along. The story was good. I liked it. It started getting a little meta, at some places toward it. I don't know if you guys caught that. It was like, okay, you get the joke. If you watched it back in the day, you're gonna get this joke. And it was like it yeah. was specifically talking to those people that got it. Uh, the scale. I mean, Mark Hamill. I mean, who doesn't love Mark Hamill, man? <laughs> I, I didn't love say, him as the voice for Skeletor. I didn't love it. You. It was a little yeah. jokery. It, the Joker needle was, right. was a and little too far that, over. Yeah, and it's like I felt like it needed more of the high pitchedness, the the laughter. I mean, that's Skeletor. That laugh is Skeletor. You know what I mean? That's just that's just part of the character. And I didn't really get it from. I get that he wasn't on, you know, in the show that much. That's fine. But I just, you know, when he was on, you know, the TV, I needed more of that it felt old more school Skeletor casting. for me. Yeah, and it's just I was I was so caught up in Mark Hamill being that character that I I just didn't it just didn't do it for me, man. I mean, uh, you know who did I like better was Tony Todd as the the scare was his name Scareclaw. That was awesome. awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, yeah, it looked mm -hmm. like you know the weird uh, talking glowhead from Scooby Doo. You know the the, the, the <laughs> way it was like animated. But yeah. he was awesome. He was the, just the, the dialogue. That's why I was like, okay, the dialogue, because it was some clunky dialogue up until that point. <laughs> when he got on there, man, that was great. Uh, there was a couple cool callbacks, like Easter eggs that was hidden in it. I don't know if you caught it, like the flying disc things from the movie that they were flying on. Mm -hmm. uh, the front of the battling ram. Remember the old toy where you just sit on it? The, was it? I, was, I forgot what it was called. Was it battling ram or was it? I remember uh, the front part detached and you could fly right. on it. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the, all those cool little things was cool. I love the way that they split the sword. Just like the action figures, like you have to buy the He-Man and the Skeletor to get the complete sword of power. Thought that was cool. How they was that ever part it. of the original show? That motif of splitting the swords? I, not the show, right? No, right. no. I don't think so. No, just yeah. toy it, was, it, was, it was a big part of the toy line. Like, right, yes. right, right. Hilarious. Right. So, I mean, and it, like I said, it got better as it got, went along. The the Orca thing, I mean, that Orco, he went mm-hmm. out like a G. Yeah. That, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Finally give that dude his flowers, man. <laughs> After yeah. fucking up for all this time, he finally did something right. So, yeah, yeah man. So, I mean, I, I liked it. Uh, I'm interested to see where they're going to do with it on the back end of it. Um, can I ask you guys before I go any further, and I'll end with this question to you guys. Mm-hmm. What is the deal with Kevin Smith, man? I mean, when I first seen it, Kevin Smith's involved with this reboot. I was like, okay. Because I keep hearing Kevin Smith's name getting tossed around for any like superhero reboot thing or whatever, and I don't know what I don't. Do you guys have enlighten me on this? What is I know he's big in the comic book industry. I don't. I mean, I can, from, I can give you an answer if you, you want. One? Yeah, go for it. Fire away. I got one. He's he is the biggest fan of everything that we grew up with, and but he has a specific take in that uh, he almost died a few years ago from, from yeah. obesity, from right. obesity. Right. And like uh, it was his daughter that helped like convince him to change his lifestyle and, and, and uh, become a vegan. And, and uh, his daughter's name, Harley Quinn, just so you yeah, know, like know she's, yeah, yeah. you know, because he, he grew up on the Batman series with Kevin Conroy, AKA Merman. And Skeletor, Mark Hamill, you know what I mean? Like, uh, he, he grew up watching that just like we did, you know? So uh, everything that he does now in his in his later life, uh, he wants to do it in a way that is inclusive of this daughter that he feels right. so strongly about, you know what I mean? So, like, in that aspect, uh, you know, like, if you if you guys have watched uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, it it takes a whole different approach to Jay and Silent Bob than than the previous movie, which was... The previous one's just crass and silly and ridiculous, yeah. but the the sec the new one has a lot more heart and it's trying to uh you know and trying to acknowledge a younger generation and like their value and stuff. And so I really appreciated that aspect of this reboot here is that he was trying to make it uh engaging and appealing to a different audience while still calling back to stuff that people like us would remember. And so if he wanted to make a master of the universe that his daughter could enjoy with him, I can't blame him for that. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't fault him for that, but the man cries at everything nostalgic ever on, and he does it for free on YouTube. It's pretty amazing. Look, I noticed this thing. Like, I think personally his best movie is chasing Amy to me. Mm. That's, that's his best movie ever seen. Tusk. Well, well Tusk is good. I like Tusk, but it, you know, I'm used to you know Jay and Silent Bob, Clerks, you know that kind of thing from him. But like Chasing Amy, I was like, I'll watch that because I I just find it a good film. I, it's nice and sweet, and it's got like you know the comic book stuff part of it. You know that taught me a lot of stuff. Like I didn't know that there was a you know 
an inker or you know a different person that drew it and then another person colored okay. i didn't know yeah no yeah, i didn't know all cool. that stuff that's cool. you know so and i know that you know anytime like a reboot of a super movie a superhero movie pops up his name is in the mix somewhere you know so well, he was he was uh on on deck to do a superman reboot back in the day with right. the one uh i think i think it was i think he was going to write the one for tim burton right the I one with so. uh with uh what's Nick Cage. Nick, 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 Nick Cage, Cage. Yeah, yeah, right. Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah. And it's just that it's it's usually when studios bring in Kevin Smith, it's like, hey, this guy is an accomplished uh director, filmmaker, and he also seems to like the same things that our target audience likes. So that's why they usually bring him in for these kind of things, you know. He's I mean? but like the middle aged nerd consultant. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry to hide that thing. No, it's not hijacking. I think I think it has a lot of context to know who the person behind this show is and and what what motivates him to make these changes to the story. Because I know I know it's a very divisive thing. Right. It's like people thought they were going to show up to watch a He-Man show. uh, But the the show's titled Bastard of the Universe. And and I got to say, like, uh, you know, uh, my my opinion of the show was like. You know, you could tell, like, I was a little snarky in the way I, I wrote the description. And it's because I felt like they didn't really do a lot, like, with what the, what they had available. I think, you know, anytime we see a MacGuffin hunt, I get really, like, bored of it. And I, I hope that they throw in things that make it meaningful. Uh, there were some things I really liked about the show. But overall, I was kind of just bored with the first half of this story. Because I feel like it is a first half. I feel like there's a second half to happen later, you know, maybe next year or whatever. Uh, but I wasn't offended by the Tila thing because I actually thought about it when I was watching it. And I was like, you know what? When I was a kid, I always thought they did Tila dirty. Like, there just there was no good reason that I can remember why they all had this group of friends that all knew that Prince Adam was He-Man except Tila. Tila was like the joke of the whole the crew. You know what I mean? So, like, right. I don't blame her at all for being pissed <laughs> off about that whole situation. Like, especially if I was rewatching that show and in the first episode, he's like, well, you still don't know who he is. And I'm like, well, bro, why don't you just tell her then? There's no good. They never gave a good reason why he doesn't. And now and it's one thing to keep it a secret, but it's another thing to rub it in her freaking face, dude. Like, that's that's just rude, man. Like, that's I don't know. But Nas, give me your take. I want to know. I want to know. Uh, so I've always had a problem with the secret identity of uh, of He-Man as Adam, Adam as He-Man, because to me, the the whole point of the secret identity is to protect the people that you love, right? Like it's a Superman type of thing. Well, but He-Man's parents are the king and queen. They're already under duress, right? And all of his friends are are fighters. Every single one of them is like yeah. an awesome the greatest After something of the right? universe. like all yeah. of his friends all of the people that he surrounds himself with are amazing and have you know stretchy necks or weapons or whatever so there or battering ram heads there's it makes no no sense <laughs> for there to be was, a secret identity for the prince who is already under threat it's not even like he's the everyone would try and get at the prince because he's the prince of eternia so why would you not just say, by the way, the prince, he turns into He-Man and he'll destroy you. So yeah. back off. The, like the, the royalty 
is He-Man. His his allegiance is very, very clear, right? And this is what's happening. And you say to the king, I'm He-Man. And he's like, oh, great. Well, we need you right now. He's like, I know. Boom. I don't have to hide it. So I, so I never liked that anyway. But my, my problem with the show is only that because I because I agree with you, she was done dirty, right? Like they they never told the person who's like one of their tightest allies. Mm-hmm. But my problem is that she lost her mind, and Randor lost his mind. Uh, I, I I felt like it was way abrupt and way too fast for her to like, go. Would you be I'm, that upset about that? Uh, yeah. Well, some people might be upset, and I I would understand it if she was upset. But would she be? so upset that she's disavowing the entire kingdom. She's throwing her, uh, you know, her thing. She's a warrior. She's a warrior mm-hmm. princess. And if she's never been uncomfortable with uh, a truth, then she's not a warrior. She's just a, she's a brat. And so like I was talking to somebody who was just like, man, she's just such a brat. And I'm like, yeah, she's kind of a, she's, it's just too abrupt. Now, if they had if they had gone with it where she was like constantly frustrated and lamenting about it and she's like you guys never told me and this really sucks because they kind of got to that when she finally confronted Scareglow because when Scareglow's pulling her fear out of her what they get at is that her anger was because she was afraid of filling the mantle of this person that she respected highly which was He-Man He-Man was right. like the champion of e- Eternos and so she's like, now I have to fill those shoes and I'm scared to fill those shoes because it's pretty intense. So interestingly enough about that writing, because a lot of people were saying, oh, this is the show. They're elevating Tila above He-Man. No, actually, they lowered Tila because she she showed a lot of fear. Now, I think it was realistic and actually very strong to show that. I think that's a great character arc of like overcoming that. But they never made her like uh mary sue they made her like she has vulnerability and now she has to face a real test of her actual strength to Mm -hmm. like overcome that to rise to what she was getting at the beginning which is this title of great you know man at arms of the kingdom and so i think um that was pretty cool i just thought it was too abrupt i would agree that that randor was abrupt i don't know that i I don't know that I agree that she was abrupt or that she was being a brat either because the circumstances for which she discovered that too are way, way more extreme, right? Like Randor, Randor was told secondhand, you know, like that's, that's, that's a rough thing to, to swallow, you know, like, but like, but she saw the entire lie unravel in front of her (laughs) in that moment. You know what I mean? She saw Cringer who's been lying about being battle cat. She saw, she saw Adam, you know, as He-Man. She saw Orko and and Man at Arms completely not be surprised by My that word. that reveal at all. Like, like that Orko knew the most irresponsible yes. thing in this universe knows exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like, my thing is, I totally empathize with Lee, with with Tila. I really did. I empathize with her feeling betrayed. I don't empathize with her walking away and not letting there be any explanation. Because at the all very of it least, was, all of it was a lie, though. Like, but, why does she? So, why would she trust any explanation they give her? Because he said, 
man at arms who was her father by the way who apparently by the time she sees them again in episode three she hadn't seen him for like five years which makes zero sense like this is the guy who got kicked out and all she had to do was go dad this sucks and he says here's why we did it and i know that it hurt you but i love you and we were trying to protect you and whether you agree with it or not our our reasons were mature she had just hugged him about his you know and like showed love to him like the the daughter that she is the adopted daughter and she walks away from that entirely when he's getting kicked out for the lie too like he's getting punished for it and then she's like i'm not going to talk to you for five years and then the first time i see you all i'm going to do is shake your hand come on come on that that's that's fair. That's, that's, fair. Lazy, <laughs> that's lazy writing it's not that she shouldn't have been mad or shouldn't have been hurt she should have been and i get that mm-hmm. and that's actually rich storytelling like here's the person that you should have trusted and now she's hurt also you want her to be top dog she's the defender yeah. of eternia now and she never knew some truth and now she feels not only does did she lose someone ostensibly that she loved in adam whatever kind of love it was it was a love for that guy but also yeah. a respected yeah. uh ally in he-man she loses them both at the same time and now she's expected to rise up here. I get the disappointment and the fear. I just don't get the, I'm walking away and not talking to anybody for five years. Come on. Even her dad, even her dad. That sucked. Look, she, she was scorned, man. She went out and got her a Karen haircut and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, her haircut made me see that. I was like, Oh, she's about to act ignorant, man. Oh, it's about to be lit. <laughs> Are you kidding? Look at her. She went out and got a black homegirl, too? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got the impression that that was more than just her friend, too. Oh, yeah. Te- definitely, man. Come on. Yeah. Is that the That's first the black character in Masters of the Universe? No. But all they ever talk about is all they ever talk about is how much she misses uh, He-Man and Adam. And she's constantly thinking about He-Man the whole time. Yeah. Right. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about this you know the Kevin Smith thing about his daughter that comes now that's making more sense that it was more the Tila story than everything else yeah mm-hmm. yeah like he just he just wants something that you know he can geek he out he wrote a whole him. movie for his kid like he I mean he, I think everything he writes nowadays is for well, his I'm, kid she, so. isn't that the, the J-Lo movie when no. we say kid she's like 23 years old or 24 she, she or did a movie like with her and Johnny Depp's daughter, like they're the two leads. Like he wrote a movie for them. It's bad. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Really that sounds bad. bad. It's bad. It's it bad. is bad. But you know, it's bad. you love your kid. You do. You do dumb you, stuff. You write yeah. about that, man. But I will say, so uh, what I did like. Speaking of dad's dad talk, I liked when we finally did see Man at Arms, and he was just such a badass old man living out in the he was cool. wilderness. He was very he was like cool. John and Wick. If you haven't, yeah, totally. And if you yeah. haven't seen the 2000X in in the 2000X cartoon, you get to meet his mentor, which was a guy named Decker. And Decker was retired and had like the similar haircut. When you see Man at Arms, mm-hmm. he's got that long hair and that top knot, and it's all long. Yeah. That was exactly what Decker looked like when you saw him in 2000X. So I thought that was a cool little callback of 
this is what man in arms is look like when they retire when they retire or yeah you know like this is the hairstyle of being retired when they move to florida out. yeah yes <laughs> His voice nice. was great. I kept thinking it was Liam Neeson, though, even though I know it was. I did too. Yeah, I love him. I love that guy, man. From yeah, Game of Thrones, the, everything. He it was, was yes, one of my yes, favorite characters. Who was it from Game of Thrones? It's uh, 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 Davos. Davos. Oh, yeah. It, it was. was? Yeah. Yes. Davos All right. Yeah. 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 That guy's the best. What is it? Lord yeah. of Onions? What they call yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> right. It has a real name. And then. Uh, Triclops, listen, Henry Rollins, I did not expect much from Henry Rollins. And he nailed every ridiculous over-the-top line about his, like, church of the, you know, the digital. And that was so fun, like, just seeing him, like, I'm going to fill a power vacuum. Wait, why didn't you expect much from Henry Rollins? Because I've... I expect to hear Henry Rollins just talking in Henry Rollins voice. Like I used to see when he was a, he did some stuff as an, you know, live action actor back in the nineties. And I'm like, cool. He's fun to watch, but he's doing, he's Henry Rollins as a cop. But this, I was like, Oh, this is something else. Plus I never saw his turn in, uh, Cora, which I know he had a big role in, uh, legend of Cora, like seasons two or three or whatever. For the record, in every cartoon he's ever in, he plays the same character. That's okay. He plays, he he plays, plays the same character, character in real eccentric life. bad guy. No, but I'm no, not not eccentric bad guy. It's a, it's, it's a it's a bad guy <laughs> that it has like ultimate conviction in these crazy beliefs, right. and like is willing to like die for these beliefs and or kill or whatever. Like it's the same character. He played a, I think, the Mad Bomber in Batman back in the '90s as well. Oh, no, really? Some, like and, and same character. That's it's cool. so it, it amused me because I was like, oh, he's just doing the same thing again. Um, I I liked Henry Wallens and I he gave me exactly what I expected and nothing more or less than that. Um, I will say it was weird for me for it to be Triclops, though. I don't know, like I I don't remember Triclops well. I guess I just a, yeah, he had this little knob on his head. You no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I remember the toy very well, but yeah. I don't remember his personality well. And so I think it's kind he of didn't weird have when they well, right, he didn't have much. 80, so it's in eighties, he didn't have much. Right, right. bad so guy of the kinda, week. So it's kind no, he wasn't of the week. He was regularly there. Oh. He was he was often there in, as as one of the sidekicks uh, to Skeletor. But what I'm saying is. Because I don't remember his character as having a very pronounced, you know, expressiveness then, it was weird that he suddenly is like, you know, like it's like Triclops on methamphetamines or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, like it, it was just, it was a little much for that. And very and, based on the 2000X, which is, this is the, this is another problem, not a problem with the show, but I, but I think what really, uh, jacked this show's chances is they tried to rely too much on saying it was a sequel to the 80s when what they should have said was this is a new take and that's okay because there's been multiple new takes but it paid um it pays homage to everything that came before that a lot of people liked because in 2000x uh basically triclops was the man at arms of snake mountain he was making gadgets yeah, and yeah, yeah. stuff so he was very like much, this was like very much a 2000x triclops versus 80s triclops which was just some 
flunky. You it's know what I mean? It's a minion, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a minion. A yeah. reason to yeah. sell more toys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's always yeah. to sell more toys, all, man. we got to have a time yeah. to make weapons. So, oh, you course, know what? How did you guys feel about Eva Lynn? We're just totally missing out on her. She was, she was the best part of the entire show. Man, when she took her helmet off and the hair and the, like she looked like this. Is that the first know, time her hair goddess? has been shown? Nothing is the first time, Ricky. Like, I, no, I, I no, know it's not. It's I've not. seen her no, portrayed no, like it's, that. No, it's not the first time, but but it just everything they did was done with purpose you know like, i like her uh, conversation yeah. with orco and you like orco's backstory on, on his name yeah, and that was that was yeah. good and man. how he's supposed Real to be called good. oracle and then he kind of asks her like well she's like no she cuts him off no evil was not part of my name right <laughs> yeah yeah i added the evil later yeah well but, so it, uh, i i just wanted to give ricky a chance to tell us like his uh, take because because you you are asking us questions like was this the first was this the first mm-hmm. and I real I realized like you know you just you don't know at all and so no uh, the go. what's so what's it. going on meme is my only point of reference for this show that's a um, good point of reference though just so you know I don't I mean I liked it I liked the story I mean I you kind of from just pop culture He Man fights Skeletor He Man wins next episode you know <laughs> and yeah. I kind of like that they're you know he mega mind it he yeah. he loses in the beginning i and think it's, it's a totally different of your age bracket that you would say that he mega mind it that's yeah that's that's your frame <laughs> of reference like that's a that is not where we would go but continue, continue. but when you get the sides like for me a lot of the stuff made sense with with tila and her being upset and it was cool to see these characters who i have you know just seen pretty much as a goofy light have these little backstories but also at the same time kind of acknowledge the you know absurd absurd uh absurdity of that cartoon of all the stupid shit that they were doing you know um i can't remember tila's friend um andra andra you know when andra kind of like comments like did that really happen and did he really show up with the lasers like it's it's stupid it's dumb and fun but you know it's a nice little they didn't go full gore with it, you know. They, I think they, they struck a nice balance on, you know, acknowledging the past and you know, advancing the story in a little bit more mature direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's hard. It's really hard in general to please everybody. So you know, at the end of the day, like. Kevin Smith gets to decide who mm-hmm. he wants to please, like, but obviously Matt, Mattel also mm-hmm. gets to weigh in on who he would. They want him specifically to try to please. Like, yeah. would this have been a better show for everybody if they had done, let's say, an eight season or eight episode season with the first three episodes being more akin to the classic show, so you can kind of ease into it a bit. I think so. I think that so. Cool I, man. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be cool. I didn't get him to see He-Man be awesome. You know, we saw it, but longer, and then you lose him, and then you feel that loss more, but it doesn't feel like uh, we didn't get enough of him. Yeah, I think that's why I was kind of bored, is because I wasn't allowed to, like, I wasn't allowed to, like, prepare myself for the ride, you know what I mean? Like, the ride just said, here, remember all this stuff? Oh, it's all dead. Ah, it was like, what? What What just happened? I don't don't understand, you know, so... 
it just it just made me it I didn't have time to get invested in the new direction things were going. Right. It and was so very I was just like drawing off the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I would have I would have appreciated it more if it, at least the whole first ep- episode was a proper bait and switch kind of thing. So the the first episode just completely lulled you into that sense of false insecurity. And then at the beginning of the second episode, dead. And you're like, what? This is nuts. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, then Frank would have been obligated to watch a second episode. <laughs> uh, well, you know I mean? It would have been better. It would have been a be- better paced storytelling. I mean, that's yeah. that's my whole problem with the abruptness. It's it's not what how Tila felt. It's just how abrupt they had to show it. And I, I think like, you could do like two, yeah. two or three episodes and second episode, you can kind of see them all like dancing around the topic of He-Man <laughs> being Adam. And, and like, so you kind of witness her them betraying her in, in the person, I guess a bit longer. I mean, but honestly, I mean did, by the time, yeah. that, by the time that He-Man made it back, mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about him anymore. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was no. like, I was done trying to figure out is he about to show up again anytime i was like mm-hmm. i'm so by the time i was invested in the story that when he showed back up i was like oh shit he man's back okay. like i was quickly invested yeah. in teela's arc for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure yeah she it was it was great once once they got into the meat of it and you actually settled down from like gunshots being fired right off the top <laughs> you know you I either I accepted to, like, the teela show or you didn't but i think it was a good ride terrible yeah. Because there was plenty of like man at arms being a badass and you know, Evelyn and you know, all the other characters really was like stepped up and were like really big, you know, really good. And you know, like I said, I was invested in them. And by the time the He Man showed it back up, I was like, well, shit, I guess he's back in time for it to be, you know, the season to be over. I mean, I was. And I then mean, possibly dead again. Spoiler. Yeah. I, I watched this episode like 15 minutes before the show and like it, it was like, all right, he man's he man came back, and then like I was kind of you know, keep an eye out, like how much longer till he man fights somebody? Because like right. he's got to come back, and the credits are gonna roll. And no, they pull that they pull right under um, the rug under our feet, and Skeletor wins again, basically. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I knew that was gonna happen because toys and spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd already seen the Skeletor toy, uh, you know, about a month or two ago, and so uh-huh. it's like, okay, cool. He, he, the the... he comes with the sword, man. Nice. The grave digger. Nice. Logo. So that's almost like a callback <laughs> to the end of like the live action master. Of the yes. Yeah, Big that's time. right. Yeah. Man, I love it. Yeah. What was his name? The guy that played Skeletor in the movie was so good, man. Frank Langella. Frank Langella. Yes, I watched that not too long ago. I was like, man, he's so noble. I was like, yo, he is killing it. He's awesome. I man. love a good no, bad he's guy. Ama- he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was the best. Yeah. Of course, he was the best part of the movie. We'll, but we'll just talk. All, we'll talk all about don't that. Don't they come to Earth in that movie? Yes. Yeah. The movie. The movie's bad, but Frank Langella is transcendent in that movie. Yeah. He really. He's. He's so much better than everything else in that movie. It's amazing. Uh, the whole. Although he, the power. Yeah. The power. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. Meg, Meg Foster makes a pretty cool uh, evil in also. She does. Yeah, her eyes look insane in that movie. Yeah, um, I did want to give some fun facts really quick before we before we you know wrap this up for for this discussion. Uh, I know you were mentioning the the iconic voice of Skeletor, uh, Mikey. I don't know if you recognize, but he was actually in the show, Alan Oppenheimer, who was also the voice of original voice of Man at Arms, 
Cringer, Battlecat, Merman, and Roboto on the old wow. show. He was the voice of Moss Man in this show. That's cool. I like that Zen Moss cool. Man. That was Moss Man. And so I, I, I actually appreciated that Moss Man was that character that had like a really, you know, abrupt, a more abrupt ending at the beginning than anybody else. But then he came back to give some really cool words of wisdom at the end, you know? And so. Uh, Damn, that guy's 91. Him. Yeah, dude. Right? Wow. Yeah, Alan, I- Alan Oppenheimer is not young, but they got him to come back. And, and that's and why they put him in heaven and in this show. Twice. Exactly, exactly. Like, but they, got him, <laughs> they got him to do something meaningful on the show. And I, I, I actually, I thought Moss Man was kind of like one of the coolest characters in that show. But he's um, cool. But I also really like that entire area that well, we got to see He-Man's heaven. You know, we got to see Eternian Valhalla. <laughs> and yeah. I thought that was so awesome to meet all of these characters that like, are you know some of them are, are old toys, some of them are not, right? No, it's like they weren't all they weren't all toys. There's a couple in the background, but a lot of them were uh so the Viking one was a toy from uh classics, the Wondar, the the guy that had like the W on his chest and the dark hair he looked like he man with armor. That was a like an old mail away, so there's like a couple toys uh, of him. Okay. Uh, Did those toys Hero, like show up he, in the show? Hero he, he they was never showed up in the old show. They sh- uh and Hero was a was a toy before they were gonna, and they canceled the the toy line before they introduced Hero. So he was kind of like this legendary thing that came out later. The Allstate then, guy uh, was there. What's that? <laughs> the Allstate guy. The Allstate guy. Oh yeah, you like, recognize his voice? King Grayskull or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, oh, so he Dennis, was Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, yeah. Snake Doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and King Grayskull was a uh, from the 2000X also, and they yeah he was the first toy of the Motu Classics and stuff. So that character's cool. Yeah, there was I think I think I really liked all the He Man throwbacks, but I gotta agree with Mikey. What was really throwing me off was the little Batman animated series family reunion that they were having on that show. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I loved hearing Kevin Conroy again because I love Kevin Conroy all the time. And I know like from seeing them at Comic Cons that Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are like the best of friends. They are bestest friends because they work together for like over 20 years now, right? Like they've been or they've been they've been Batman and Joker since like 1990 something. Yeah. Like 1990, I think. 90, 90 mm-hmm. or 91, something like That's that. That's right. Uh dude, they've been doing this for 30 years. Wow. Right. Did I do that wrong? No, 20. Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. And so they're our best friends. So, you know, the second they got Mark Hamill, I'm sure it didn't take much for him to say, can we get Kevin Conroy? And of course, of course, the guy who named his daughter Harley Quinn is going to say like, yes, let's have Kevin Conroy on this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and then like, can we get Henry Rollins? And like, you know, the more and more Batman alums that they started adding, Diedrich Bader was the was king randor you know right. and he's also batman brave and the bold they the have a Bat- uh, what you call it? they have a game of thrones reunion on here too yeah but that's like two people you know what i mean yeah. like and 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 but <laughs> i'm saying like they just kept adding more and more batman people and it kept throwing me off because i'm like well i love kevin conroy but i don't know what he brings to merman you know what i mean like uh, cause I, Merban was just such a ridiculous character. He was funny to me and he talked right. like, he always, like, <laughs> right. he, he always talked like he had like a billion bubbles in his mouth, you know? And so it was just weird to me that 
Merman just became this intensely serious character right? <laughs> because that's what the story called for. Uh, you know, it, it, it was weird for me to see all these characters just suddenly like, Oh, it was a rough five years. It was a really rough five years. You know, like <laughs> I, it can't be a rough five years for everybody guys. I don't know. Like it's, it's like, yeah, it's like he man been gone. You ain't getting, getting your ass whooped for the last five I years. I know. Man. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what have y'all yeah. been doing, man? Yeah, uh, this but is, most of the yeah. high crime. <laughs> but most of all, it was it was Mark Hamill that like as much as I loved the acting that he delivered, I just couldn't hear Skeletor, and that was right. killing me. Yeah, you know, like it, it it was uh, like I the the problem I have with every time Mark Hamill does more and more and more stuff is you start to hear that his range isn't great. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's 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 like. When you hear him do the Joker, it's amazing. Then you hear him do Hobgoblin, and it sounds exactly like the Joker, and you're like, uh. And then you hear him go, or you see him go on the Flash show and do the Trickster, and it's exactly the Joker. And everything just becomes the Joker, and it's like, don't do not do this anymore. You're ruining my Joker, you know? But, like, well, yeah. good thing that's the stop that cock knocker, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he barely talked on the Mandalorian, so that helps, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I don't wanna I don't want the energy to get low here, guys. Like I I, I just But really... I mean, will you watch more? Like yes, actually obviously I, right. Have they announced what's oh, on deck look, or... there's there's somebody on vacation that just suddenly came to join us Frank. and say he did a great Chucky, and it's true, he did, but I still want to hear the uh Brad Dorif do the actual Chucky in uh in the, in the show coming out in October. Yeah, yeah, I did. Good. It was great. Cool. Um, I mean, have they announced more yet, or is yeah. it October? Uh, I, I believe they did. The yeah. second half. Okay. Second half. Second half of the season. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like the animation though. The animation is great. It's the same people who did Castlevania, and uh, I expected a little bit more from the action. Uh, but then I remembered that this is kind of meant to be for kids and stuff. And like, do not watch Castlevania with your kids ever. It's not. Uh, no kidding. Don't, don't do that. But <laughs> it's amazing though. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah, oh, dude, Mikey, if you haven't watched Castlevania, I've, go I've watch gotten that. to like episode two. Uh, and then, so, okay, and, so I had done the same thing, and I went back <laughs> actually this week to watch it because I'm a big game Castlevania fan. But I was right, like, right. I wasn't all in. But I got through the first four, you know, because I, I was like, all right, let me just give the first season because the first four came out as season one, whatever. Yeah. Right. When you get loaded. through season four, you're hooked. I'm not oh, season, no, four. No, episode no, episode, four. episode four. Episode four. When you when everybody's kind of in play, yeah, I guarantee you will be like, okay, okay, I, I get it. But it does yeah, yeah. It's a slow burn, which I would have liked more from He Man. I would have liked like we were talking about, yes. like that front load would have been cool. And I but. and I think that's that was one. If I had any expectation for He Man. It was that I thought pacing and stuff, and that's not fair to He-Man. I thought that I was just going to get a show closer to Castlevania, um, and and right. I don't know why because it's just the animation studio. You know what I mean? They're just mm -hmm. they're just going to go and draw it. However, people say, yeah. "Hey, do this scene, do this scene." Uh, so that wasn't fair to me um, or or the show, I guess. Uh, but other than that, I did enjoy it, and yes, I will go watch the rest of it. Um, I Thanks. you know like I it's. It's 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 cool. It's 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 you know, I didn't I don't have the same love for the toys as Nas does, uh, and so that also means that I don't necessarily have uh, 
a, a defined character for most of them, with the exception of maybe Merman and Skeletor. <laughs> uh, I think Merman <laughs> and Skeletor, I, I have a very clear idea of how they should be. Everybody well, they're the most charismatically there. unique. They were. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, but I remember getting those action figures and like that battling ram playset for like Christmas as a yeah. kid. So yeah, of course it's gonna mean something to me. I was like, I'm growing up on these toys. Of course, they are all the same person molded in the same shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the show, did they like they... oh, did they make it a point to like announce what vehicle they were gonna hop in? Like, we're gonna hop in. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm like, certain they to did. To make sure that. that you know what toy to ask for. And they, and they had to yell each other's yeah, names yeah. to each other all the time to oh, remind yeah. you what the character name is so that you can go buy it and stuff. <laughs> um, if you haven't watched, like, hey, Ricky, go back and watch. There's a documentary, like, The Toys That Made Us, that I think I've, Masters of the Universe are one the of them. The Toys That Made Us, Masters of the Universe. It was pretty mm-hmm. good, too. Yeah. But the, the, important thing, the important thing to remember, uh, Ricky, is that – for all the things they did different in the show that was from the movie or I mean from the movies or the, or the old uh, TV show and stuff like that. uh, They were trying to bring together a lot of stuff, like a lot of things. So when you were asking, did they ever do that thing with the sword? They did not just in the toy line, but in the comics too, right? Because (laughs) he man existed as a comic book for about one or two years before it was a TV show. Oh, and really? a toy yeah. line. And a, it, was and a all, toy line. it was all of the yeah. uh it was the mini comics that came in the toys. Yeah. And they and I mean oh, He Man right. was not power of Eternia. He was some dude, he was some uh jungle guy who, who <laughs> was he, he like lived in the jungle and then he came he was like Tarzan and then he came out of uh the jungle, rescued the sorceress, and she gave him a bunch of magical armor. And the whole idea for He Man was gonna be more like he changes his suit to get different powers. But mm-hmm. then oh, wow. uh, the filmation guys were like, oh, we're going to do this whole, like, he's the chosen one type thing. Techno you know, fantasy. Well, it was always techno fantasy because even from zero, uh, so the front of the battle ram, that vehicle was in the very first one, but it, was, it wasn't it was ever attached to the battle ram in the first comic. And it could, like, time travel. It could, like disappear it wasn't just a flying thing so they, it was weird like way all over the place compared to but the whole point of that of the toy line was the only way you could get into castle grayskull was to put the the two that's swords together right. and castle grayskull. that's and right so yeah the way they what? wanted you to play was to chase castle grayskull but there wasn't anybody in it except it was just a seat of power and you were always who who had castle grayskull in your play was what they were aiming for but anyway then they they made it more filmation got in there and did some cool stuff and redefined it that's pretty cool i love this this like marketing different marketing ideas for the what this thing should be influencing and pulling and giving that's that's really neat well that's what's uh, such a trip nah see i'm i won't get into gi joe but when you had the guy writing the comics who was the same guy writing the file cards you had some parody but then the cartoon was completely different crew and uh and then so you the cartoon and the comics were doing completely different things but with he-man it like the 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 cartoon really define the brand they they got in there with and partnered with mattel and they're like no more is it 
Tarzan He-Man. This is He-Man. And even the comics that ended up coming, like Prince Adam and He-Man, it's never changed since Filmation got a hold of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we do have to wrap this up. I just wanted to say a few things. Uh, First off, uh, sorry for anybody that was watching that had to uh, see our our unfortunate uh, YouTube lottery of getting some butthole to come in here and just write horrible things. Uh, we reported the person, so hopefully that won't happen again. But those opinions do not reflect any of those on the show. And that's why I kind of chose to ignore it as it was happening. Uh, Sorry. Just, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Uh, like, you have every what? you have every intention to be upset. At it. It's fine. Uh, but what I was I was just doing uh, while we were talking was reporting him and doing extra things to make sure that was that that ended. Uh, but uh, I appreciate everybody that did stick around in spite of all that, and I appreciate everybody who joined us to talk all about Masters of the Universe and all the other things we talked about uh, nerdily. And uh, you know, as always, uh, you can you know if you still want to talk more with us or listen more to what we have to say. You can join us at patreon.com uh, slash Denx Media right after this show ends uh, for the soapbox. We're we're definitely gonna talk about that G.I. Joe versus Star Wars thing. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and we'll school Ricky on some more uh, <laughs> we'll school Ricky on some more actual uh, He-Man lore because I actually did collect most of the toys back in the day, but I just didn't appreciate them as much as other things um, in my life. But uh, and hopefully uh, Frank, uh, if you check your messages, uh, uh, you might find that I delivered you a little gift so you can join us in the chat in a few minutes if you'd like to. Uh, Nas and Mikey, thank you again for joining us. Do you guys have anything you want to plug or any let people know where you can find, they can find you? Uh, uh, of course, in the beginning, you heard that uh, my podcast, Ridiculous on Rye, with Mikey and Dev is a backup. We actually on StreamYard now. We were on oh. YouTube now. You guys have inspired me. We're still trying to figure it out. Uh, you can see in our second episode, we didn't hit the live button, but hey. StreamYard, you want to sponsor us. We already yeah, uh, right? yeah. already doing some work for you. <laughs> yeah, guys, check us out. Yeah, we're you know, we're just dad talk with old navy drinking buddies, and we just have fun on it, you know, just talking about anything and nothing at the same time. Yeah, and I will make sure to put the link for your YouTube channel up on uh, on the description of all of uh, everywhere they, they people can find this show. Awesome. Thank uh, you, man. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. And then Nas. I don't have much. Uh, NY Hello on Facebook is my writer's page and just trying to get some get some stuff done. Hopefully I'll actually have original content instead of just commenting on the stuff I love. But uh, my original content will probably reference a lot of the stuff I love anyway. So if you like what I'm talking about, maybe not maybe you're not on board with my take on G.I. Joe. And yet at the same time, you might like what I write eventually. So uh, check that out. And uh, I'm always a pleasure to be here i really like talking to everybody and meeting you mikey and uh yeah, i look forward likewise. to talking more on the other side and uh i love it but fun fun way to spend a friday night Heck right. yeah it is and that's why i didn't mind that we went over a little bit uh i thought i thought frank was the reason that we always go over but apparently it's you, you can't blame frank anymore yeah, it's, me. <laughs> it's gotta be me right it's gotta be me uh, I, i'll own it it's fine it's cool um all right guys i think that's it for right now we're gonna hop over to the soapbox so thank you all again uh for joining us on den excelsior uh 
And yeah, enough said. See you guys.